0: Cause i always say my kit is very bougie and i don't just put any little old product in my kit so I, it's important for us to share our voice because we're one number one we're black women but we're also professionals in the field and i feel like it's important for us to take up space you know and and do our thing because we're doing it (laughs) at a point in time i was really having a good day when i first moved to new york and i stepped into the makeup forever pro store in um, union square and just when i walked in the one of the pro makeup artists and a makeup forever executive was at the store at the same time nobody else was in there and they were like oh my god we love your look do you want to be in this photo shoot i was in a gondola in sephora The same year that I moved into, like, I was like, wait, what? My face is into, like, what? Like, you, those things, you can't really, move, you know, you can't really. can make that happen. You can't make, like, like, happen. Oh, exactly, you can't make yeah. things happen. So I think it's a matter of, like, can I say, whatever fruits you bear, you fruits you bear is a direct correlation of, like, who you are. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to the Friends in Beauty Podcast, a safe space for ambitious beauty industry creatives to have real talk, get authentic answers, and practical tools to grow their businesses. Join me every week as me and my special guest reveal the keys to longevity and success in the beauty industry, from the ups and downs of their journey to the nitty-gritty of their struggles and triumphs. We're spilling the tea on it all, and most importantly, having fun while doing it. You You ready? Hey, what's up? It's your best friend in beauty here, Aquia Robinson. Welcome back to another episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast. I am so happy to have you here, and I hope you're listening to this episode in high spirits and in good health. Now, on today's episode of the Friends in Beauty podcast, I am so excited because I have my friend in beauty, Jalisa Jokiran, in the Friends in Beauty guest chair. So, Jalisa is a professional makeup artist, a beauty educator and the host of the Life of a Makeup Artist podcast. So welcome to the Friends of Beauty podcast,
0: Jalisa. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We made this happen. Yay! I'm
1: so, so so excited because like when I got to meet you in person, like in September, I was just like...
0: like we knew each other for like years. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God! (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes that and I was just like so tickled because like you see people on social media like all the time and you've like you've met them before you know them but that that was like our first time like officially officially meeting yes
0: it was it was a cute time we had a good time
1: yes I was so happy to see you there that room I was like starstruck like the whole time I was there I just kept turning like seeing people that I've seen online I'm like oh my
0: god oh my god oh my god <laughs> it was a room for sure and of course it was even more star-studded because that was the night that you won your award yes oh, that night so thank
1: yes. you yeah <laughs> the tears were rolling all the way back home on the train <laughs> yeah so before we jump into a I'm sure it will be an amazing conversation we're going to start off with some icebreakers to get us warmed up and so the friends of beauty audience can get to know you outside of what you do professionally okay so the first one just give us three random facts about you
0: oh random I used to be in a Girl group. When I was in junior high school, I lived in New York for two years before mm-hmm. I went back to Trinidad. I was back and forth. The name of the group was called Unity. We used to come up with our songs. We recorded a song. It was actually a good time. We okay. were very much into music. In when I was in junior high, like everything was around music. It was insane. Nice. Um, another fact is, oh, I'm only five I think when people see me online. They think that I am um, very tall, but mm-hmm. you know, I just have a tall personality. Yes. Um, And then the other one, I don't know. Let's see. Hmm. Um, I actually used to um, work in, uh, like, I used to work at an office. I used to work in a payroll department before I moved into beauty. Um, and it wasn't... I mean, it was just honestly a job, but that's what I was doing before I got into makeup. I literally only had one job before I got into makeup.
1: Wow. Lucky you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I only had one job, one official job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause I feel like if you had more than that, that's like too many options to fall back on. You're like, I could always go back to, you know,
0: Exactly. I, yeah, I, I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. Okay. I
1: love it. What is a guilty pleasure that you have right now?
0: Oh, guilty pleasure. I watch a lot of, like, random TV shows. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the thing on TikTok that says, Who's that wonderful girl? Could she be any cuter? Have you seen that? Uh, I haven't that seen is it. It's so funny. It's like this random. The name of the show is called Nanalan. It's like a Canadian kids mm-hmm. show. But you know how people take things and, like, make it relevant on TikTok to any situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super funny. And I actually started watching the episodes <laughs> on YouTube. Like it's, it is literally a kid's show, but the little cartoon thing, she's so cute. So I've been watching it. It's yeah. I love it's that. It's I funny.
1: definitely had a guilty pleasure at one point. That was like, a, it was like a kid's show, but it was like about kids. It's on Netflix called Old Enough.
0: And oh, they would, I haven't that.
1: I think they were in Japan or something like that. And they would give like these little kids errands to do. I'm talking like two Two-year-olds, four year olds walking to I the store. Like it's going crazy, to the store. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, I so, heard about that. getting what's on their parents' list. I was like, whoa, I think we babying the kids a little bit too much over here.
0: Right now, nah, somebody will snatch them for sure. <laughs> that <part. laughs> yeah. That
1: that part. Okay. Well, I have these pod decks. Ooh, they have I like these random one. questions inside. This is a would you rather and a what the heck? Which one do you want? I say what
0: the heck all the time. So let's do that
1: what the heck let's see choose a, a random card
0: lord i hope i didn't put myself in oh, this. i've seen this before but what
1: is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home Ooh, any like what the what how they got that in here
0: Ooh, maybe like um like very random weird looking statues <laughs> sometimes i've seen i've seen those i mean i live in the caribbean so i've seen a lot of things but you know, one of those homes you go in and you're like, I think I need to leave. Mm-hmm. Need to leave. Yeah.
1: House of wax or something like that. Like, ah. Uh, <laughs> like, all right. So get up yeah. out of here.
0: Get a little off right now. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. What do people always tell you that you're good at, aside from what you do professionally?
0: Um. Um. Bringing people together. Mm-hmm. I think I'm naturally a connector. I just love yeah. doing it, and I think. Sometimes I don't realize it's a skill until my friends are like, you're really good at that. And I'm like, oh, I guess. Yeah, okay.
1: that's yeah. good. I love that. Do you host like a lot of like parties or get get togethers and stuff like that?
0: You know what? Not really. But I had some friends over yesterday for um for Christmas. We had like a brunch mm-hmm. and they were like, you should host more often. This was great. And I was like, I'm a Capricorn. I'm very much like, so, you know, I'm not doing the most. But I I, I told them I'll think about it.
1: Yeah. You have the same birthday as one of my um one of my other good friends.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Are
1: you like the type of Capricorn that like you kinda stand back and watch people and then you get to show yourself?
0: Yeah, I think it's just very natural. It's just like with any I think any sign, right? You just don't wanna you just gotta give it time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm okay when is the last time that you did something for the first time have you had any new experiences
0: lately Ooh, that's a good one let me think about this um you've been killing it I'm not even thinking work-wise I'm just thinking generally not really to be honest I went like indoor skydiving but that was a little a little while ago Mm-hmm. I, think I haven't really done much.
1: I mean, That's I traveled I've to did. places
0: that I've never traveled to. I went to Italy, Positano, Capri, but nothing like I'm thinking adventure wise, like maybe just the indoor skydiving. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That thing took me out. I was just telling somebody about it like two days ago. I said, I will never do the real skydiving because of my experience with that. I was like, I can't handle it
0: yeah that thing will blow your back out like it was a lot
1: (laughs) I was like holding my breath because like anytime wind is in my face I just like automatically hold my breath so I have to tell myself to breathe like breathe yeah
0: it was a little scary but it was fun it was was all right (laughs) okay that was cute never again Bye. (laughs) bye so
1: the last one if you weren't a makeup artist beauty educator podcast host is there anything else that you could see yourself doing right now
0: um I would definitely be in marketing cuz that was my interest before I actually got into makeup and that's what I was on path to do with my degree. Yeah. Um so it would be in some type of capacity in marketing whether it's advertising um probably somewhere between advertising. I mean kind of that's what I I feel like we that's what makeup artists do but it would be something in marketing or advertising.
1: Okay. I like that. I can see that. Your content is like so good.
0: Thank you. I so I could definitely,
1: be, especially like content marketing in that kind of way, I could see that.
0: Yeah, I definitely would want to do that. I love conceptualizing things. I love art direction. I love putting together like decks and just, you know, overall, yeah, I think somewhere between art direction, marketing, advertising. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And come to life.
1: I love it. Thanks for sharing all of those wonderful things about yourself.
0: You. <laughs> so- it was
1: of, fun course, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, I am a, I am a listener of the Life of a Makeup Artist podcast. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I know recently you shared that you were working with Alta. You became the makeup expert and you're on their pro team and everything. Can you tell us about that experience and what it's been like so far, how you got it?
0: Friends in beauty that are listening, Aquia is actually going to be on the podcast coming soon. So thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to have you on. Um, So, Ulta Beauty, honestly, like, I did not know that they were actually kind of, like, looking at me for, I don't know, I guess they were kind of, like, keeping up with me, and that's another um, testament to, like, you just never know who's watching your content, you can't be worried about views and things like that. Um, and I actually was on their podcast um, for an episode um, nice. we talking about a bunch of different things. Um, and I guess I, I gave, I, I, was, I had a good impression on the team um, and they started to consider me and this was actually like sometime last year.
1: Hey, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I need you to do something really, really important for me, like right now. I need you to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and let the people know how much you love the Friends of Beauty Podcast. See, in the podcast streets, I'm going to let you know something. If you don't leave a review, then people don't know that the show exists and then the show won't grow. Reviews are so essential to the continued success of the Friends of Beauty Podcast and plus, I really just wanna know what you think about the podcast. I appreciate all the DMs, but a five-star review would be even better. I would love to read your review on the show and give you a shout out for being a loyal listener. And if it's not a five-star review, don't even worry about it. All right, don't even worry. Just go ahead and send me an email, honey. We ain't got time for that. If you're watching me on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and even leave a comment to share a takeaway from something that you've learned so far. If you don't subscribe or give a thumbs up, then the YouTube streets don't know that the Frenzy Beauty podcast exists either. You see how this is going? This is a group effort, and I appreciate you so so much. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Let's go ahead and
0: get back into the episode. Okay. Um. So this has been going on for a while. Um. And uh, when we make like the official press release, like those who know know. Um. I made like an unofficial announcement on my podcast and on my TikTok, but. Um, I essentially kind of have a dual position because they have a uh, pro team, which is separate. And then they have um, experts. Vernon Francois is one of them for hair. Um, there's mm-hmm. another makeup artist, um, Jenna Christina. She's a makeup artist in Los Angeles. And then they have another dermatologist. So that's a very small team, about just four or five of us that are experts that are more front facing and also behind the scenes. And then there's the pro team. As you guys know, Ulta Beauty has... Salons, so they have a ton of mostly hairstylists um, that are, um, that makes up the entire pro team. It's maybe, I think, 10 or 12 people. So I'm also part of that joining the pro team as a makeup artist they already have two makeup artists so I will be joining two others um Matt wolf and Denny Adam both very talented makeup artists so I, it's very new so I haven't really like I haven't done much yet I'm I'm going to be going to um uh conf- not a conference but they have a meeting in January um That's it's actually gonna be on my birthday awesome. so I'm gonna be in, um yeah I'm gonna be in Atlanta with Ulta, kind of just to get uh, acquainted with the team and they do like trainings and stuff so it's very exciting um just because it's such in my realm like I love education um I, I worked retail for over five years so I love being front-facing I could be behind the scenes um and it's also great because the Ulta team is amazing so it's still yet to be you know uh un- uncovered and unfolded onto yes. to exactly what I will be doing but it will be in the capacity of just helping um helping them in store helping them behind the scenes helping them with content so it's very 360 so I'm super excited and grateful
1: this sounds so amazing Thank I'm, I'm proud to say I know somebody on the Alter Pro team <laughs> it's like a flex for all of us that you're on there because like I know you now and I can say I know somebody that's that's better <laughs> but you mentioned like the content part of like you were posting certain type of content and they took wind of it you were on their right. podcast and stuff but what kind of content were you posting that kind of resonated do you think that resonated with the Alter team
0: um I think it's just a variety of things right because a lot of my things are education based so I think if anybody is listening to this and thinking like okay well what kind of content could I make to attract a brand it really is just create what you want to create you know what I mean because I I'm naturally a fan of Ulta Beauty I go into the store I make content that is specific to Ulta Beauty but it's not a lot it's not the majority of my content but I do show like that I am naturally a fan. So if you want to, let's say, I don't know, work with Charlotte Tilbury or whoever, um, you know, whatever brand it is, if you're organically using their products and talking about them, they're going to see it. You know what I mean? So I think it's a, um, it's just a combination of my education, my, you know, reviews, because I always say my kit is very bougie and I don't just put any little old product in my kit. So I will try it on myself, first, And that's where I come in with the reviews. And then if I like it enough, then I'll, you know, maybe think about introducing it into my kit. So it's a combination of all those things, I think, Um, that kind of like, you know, kind of makes you a full package, you could say.
1: Yeah, I love that. Do you have like a, a game plan when you go into Alta, or do you just kind of go in there and see what you're looking for? Oh,
0: sometimes I unless I need something specific. But there is their store on 34th Street here in New York City um, in Terrell Square is my favorite store. And sometimes you just go off vibes. You know, I just like, oh, let me see what Alta has new. I'm just like, let me just maybe I'm going in there because I was feeling like down. I was feeling sad that day. And I'm like, let me just go buy something cute. And I would just go in and like see what they have that's nice because I love how they are introducing so many different brands. There's a lot of indie brands. There's a lot of Black-owned brands. Mm-hmm. So I love the diversity that's in there in terms of, like, you know, obviously brand ownership and, you know, product selection. I can get yeah. drugstore. I could get, you know, more of a high-end. I could get Chanel. I could get Bobby Brown. Or I can, on the other hand, get Milani or Maybelline. So sometimes I just go in there with just vibes.
1: Yeah, I'll be going there with a list because I'm like, y'all ain't going to get me today. Okay, right. I can't be here right. for these things. I don't need
0: no help i know where i'm going
1: i know where my my stuff is and i'm out because i would get distracted because what i do like about alta is like the two sides they have like the drugstore brand side and then the, you know like the pro products or you know more elevated products yep. so i like that i could do like you say you can go with milani or you can go get your chanel or whatever right. i like that about Ulta as opposed to going to you know some other stores yeah. and i stores. like
0: the natural hair um like there's so many of the natural hair products that I use. So it's nice that I can pick them up right there as
1: yeah. well. Yeah. And I saw your kills campaign, girl.
0: Oh, thank you. you. Out, you it's so just- girl, you know what's so crazy? I feel like every anyone who's a makeup artist listening to this, like sometimes we do stuff and we can't talk about it until it comes out and you're like, oh, six months later. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot that I did that thing. Right. So not that you're no, no longer excited or grateful, but like, I was like, oh, shucks. I need to post this before Christmas. So I ended up posting it literally the day before Christmas, which is hilarious. Yeah. But
1: yeah, that was fun. Yeah, because I did see that you mentioned that you shot it during like the warmer.
0: Yeah, months. it was sometime in summertime we did it. Yeah. That is crazy.
1: And you know what I'm starting to notice now is like how the fact that you mentioned y'all shot that in summer, but also I'm paying attention to when I go into stores, how in advance they're promoting like the next thing like right now in stores it's christmas time or holiday it's like they're already on valentine's day
0: yeah they already i went to literally i went to um what you call it to marshall's i could not find a christmas candle it was only valentine's day i was like can we just get a little moment just a little bit a little second only valentine's day stuff i was like oh okay i guess this is what we're doing but (laughs) yes listen I feel like I always always think about that and how I could apply it to myself and my business. Mm-hmm. We all should be working in advance. Like if you are now thinking about new Year's stuff, which I am, I'm still, I still am. You're like, you might be a little, you might be a little two steps behind because you should already be thinking about like apparently Valentine's day and spring content, you know, and summer, you know, so Crazy. that's just how it works. Yeah
1: yeah I pay attention to that like you said applying it to my business and just paying attention like like you said maybe I should be focusing on so maybe it should be like two months in, a, in advance two or three months in advance you should yeah. be thinking about like the next thing
0: yeah like a yeah pretty much yeah or like I try to think of in a quarter but sometimes that's just we're a one person band most of the time so just a lot to kind of undertake yeah. but I would just do yeah a month yeah. is fine
1: yeah and tell yeah. me about the podcast too like how long have you been doing um life of the life of a makeup artist
0: so I have actually been doing it since 2019 it was just an idea that I had I started the page and then I was like I really want to have a podcast and obviously like podcast wasn't in 2019 a lot of people didn't have podcasts right so I was like you know what I'm just gonna during the pandemic I was like you know what I'm home. So let me just get out like a ton of episodes. I started in 2019 and then it kind of stopped and started over because it was just like, you know, it's a lot when you're trying to build a career and like, and also build this, this platform. Mm -hmm. So I was doing it and then I finally got a a virtual assistant team. So at the end of 2020, I finally was able to um, start doing it consistently. So I was doing only audio in 2020, obviously, because we were all inside. And then I decided to transfer to video only because I had Zoom fatigue, um, which I don't have right now. Don't worry. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm good. I'm good. It's just like, I just felt like I like to meet people in person um, and just, you know, you know, it's just, I like that. So yeah. I started doing the video like you're doing now. I feel like the video component is important, not just audio, even if it's Zoom, like it's fine. It's just yeah. like, it can't be audio only. So um, it's been fun. Like I, to me, I, I love that you're doing friends and beauty because what I realized with the podcast in space before more makeup artists had podcasts, I found that the beauty space was only editors or, uh, you know, and I was just like, okay, well, it would be nice that me, ma- like if makeup artists actually like the people who are actually influencing right. the scenes and in front of the scenes too, like they had a, a more of a voice. So that was my reason for uh, starting the podcast. And I always say, like, I don't know everything. Somebody will ask me, like, oh, how people ask me, how can I get into TV and film? I don't know. I could tell you advice, but I'm not going to tell you when I could have somebody that actually works in TV and film. I have no interest in TV and film at all. So, like, I can bring, you know, if I want somebody else to, you know, learn about, I don't know, prosthetics. I'm not the person, but I can put somebody on, you know, and I have like a mixture of brand founders, creators, just making it all around. But overall, I think it's, it's, it's important for us to share our voice because we're one, number one, we're black women, but we're also professionals in the field. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's important for us to take up space, you know, and, and do our thing because we're doing it. (laughs) Yes.
1: Take up spaces. Let me ask you this though, because you're in New York, which is like a city. I feel like a lot of makeup artists Or a lot of people frequent as far as if they're doing jobs and stuff like that. For me, I do the podcast virtually because in my head, I feel like nobody is going to come to D.C. to like sit down and talk to me.
0: Well, it's hard to get people in person. I will say sometimes it takes longer, but because sometimes people come here for work and they're moving around, I'll be like, okay, I'll wait until you're here. But for the most part, I tap into my network, people that already live here. Mm-hmm. And like, that's kind of how I do it. I've shot episodes in um, Los Angeles when I was there. So that's the only thing, you know what I mean? But if I had to, if I had no choice, of course I would do, um, you know, just video. Like, we're going to make it work, you know what I mean? But for the most part, I, I, I kind of like having the extra content, especially to um, distribute on my other socials.
1: Yeah. Have you thought about doing like some kind of um, live experience yet or a um, Not
0: necessarily, just because I have so much on my plate and I have other projects and things that I'm getting into that I can't really touch on right now. But for the most part, like I'm sure sometime in the future, but... Yeah, there's a there's a couple of cute things coming for the life of a makeup artist, but it has to roll out. Yeah, it'll roll out in time.
1: <laughs> okay, in due time. And the virtual assistant team, girl, because I like you mentioned, you have a lot of things going on, and the podcast is just the extra, like it's so many moving parts with doing it's a, a podcast. It's a whole and
0: extra.
1: I know that the thing that I'm lacking right now that I already told my mailing list, because I know they're gonna hold me accountable. People already reached out to me. It's like I feel like the thing that I'm missing to bridge everything together is a virtual assistant. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, how
1: did you go about finding your virtual assistant team? And did you kind of go through, like, different iterations of teams before you landed with the one you have?
0: I found mine on Instagram. Honestly, (laughs) I just started searching. I'm literally, I'm not kidding you. I started searching people's comments. I started searching at virtual assistants. And I ended up reaching out because I tried like people from like random Facebook groups. I tried and it was just like, OK, this is not working. But I finally landed on the team that I use now. But I think it's a matter of like what you need, because my virtual assistant, they actually help me with like my calendar management and they are in contact with my agency. So when I have deadlines or I have um, partnerships, they are in communication with my agency to make sure like the brief is this and I'm doing certain things. So they do a little bit more. So I really think it just depends on what you need. I had a separate, um, I had a separate editor, podcast editor. Now I have everything in house. Um, but for, for, for the most part, it depends. like, do you just need help with editing or do you just need help with uploading? For me, I had to be honest with myself, just like how people are on your case based on how my career is, unfolding and just my other projects that i have going on that is not front-facing there's no way that i could do the podcast every single week for an entire year i just i just felt like i was a little bit burnt out and i had to be honest with myself and i'm like okay Jay, the biggest shows your favorite show on tv it has seasons. It goes out of season and then it comes back and you have to wait. So I was like, I know that you don't want to do this because I did not want to do it. I was like, you're going to have to do the podcast in seasons. Like Mm -hmm. even if it's not official seasons, you're going to have to take a a break to, you know, I don't know, get re-inspired, film new episodes, re-strategize, figure out things. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm off season right now. I come back in the spring. And then I'll be off again and then I'll come back in the fall. So that's just how I have to do it right now. Maybe I will be able to go back to another way. And I know that it kind of like people say that's kind of not good for listeners and whatever. But sometimes I'm just like, it's more than just that. I know that I have a community that's going to listen regardless. Um, So, yeah, that's just where I'm at now. But it really is a matter of trial and error because it is a lot like it's like like, what's good for
1: you the person that's hosting it like you said if you're burnt out and uninspired and like the listeners are gonna know they're not gonna be feeling it so yeah
0: it's a lot especially because you have to manage now a social platform and all of these other things it's it's a lot
1: Mm -mm -mm. do you manage your own content
0: yourself I do I do manage all of my content for myself I'm both pages. pages No, not the life of a makeup artist. My VA team, like the most of the time. I mean, I I'm on there for the most part. It's not I'm not posting for the most part. It's not me. Like ninety yeah. percent of it is not me.
1: Okay, so how did you get to the trust the trust part? I because I think for me, somebody posting on my page, like I just feel like, like they will like change my password. They're going to like lock me out of my account. They're going to hack it.
0: I mean, contracts and stuff, right? I mean, you should be able to like you know you're gonna make sure everything's in put together. But it takes a while, like. We'll always approve. I'll always approve things before it goes live. Not every single thing, but for the most part, like I try to uh, combine our content with like just, you know, things that will make people smile. So, you know, those things is kind of like whatever we ask for permission, we repost things um, just because, you know, it's not just about like having serious conversations. We just want to laugh sometimes too. Mm -hmm so yeah it's hard it's hard but for the most part it's like if you tie yourself to every piece of your business I realize you're just not going to get things done yeah we're only one person only one person and I was just like it's coming to the new year you're thinking about your content you're thinking about oh taxes you're thinking about all these like you're thinking about so many things and there's only so many things you could do so some things you're just going to have to let it go
1: all right, one last question about this VA thing because I'm serious about it. But no,
0: girl, you have my number. You can always hit me yeah. up. But like true, you know... true. I could text you.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I be forgetting. But too. I don't I'm
1: mind. Like, I have people's numbers. I still be DMing them. Like I would have their number. But are these people or person are they stateside or are they overseas?
0: No, um, this team is um in Canada, and they have people all over, like in different states in in France um there's one girl that I worked with that lived in that lives in the U.S. she was pretty good I don't I think she's still taking clients I'm happy to send her your uh send the information but it's a matter of it really just depends on finding who is good for you in terms of like obviously price the amount of things that you need them to do um because Really and truly, it's not cheap, you know, like it's definitely a big write off in my business, but it's necessary because if I don't have the team, I'm not going to have a podcast. I just can't. Right. I can't. I can't do
1: it. Hey, what's up? I know you're enjoying the episode, but I have to put you on to Friends in Beauty's newest community, the Trailblazers Club. The Trailblazers Club is a place where success not only leaves clues, but becomes a tangible reality for beauty pros just like you. See, a lot of my friends in beauty are so talented and so skilled at what they do, but they lack the essential business skills that are needed to grow and sustain their businesses, or they lack the support that is needed to stay consistent to execute their goals. And that's exactly why I wanted to create the Trailblazers Club, to be able to support you on your journey. Exclusively inside of the Trailblazers Club, you will unlock expert-led, master classes and breakout sessions every single month, monthly Q&A and mentorship with me, your best friend in beauty, an exclusive and extensive network of beauty pros, support and accountability, access unlimited access at that to the archive master classes, discounts on select Friends and Beauty events and classes and so much more. And get this y'all, it's only 25 dollars a month you heard that right it's only 25 dollars a month but you know how fat joe said yesterday's price won't be today's price or you know that saying that's exactly how it's going to be so you might want to get in while you can i'll go ahead and leave the link down below and your fellow trailblazers are inside waiting for you and we hope to see you soon let's go ahead and get back to the episode so much harder than what people think
0: Yes, it's like okay, you sit down, then you're like, oh, I gotta make this edits in the podcast and I have to do this the scripting and I have to figure out the next episode, then I have to reach out. I mean, you know, reach Mm -hmm. out, schedule, then oh something came up, I gotta switch a date. Oh, let me find a new date. Oh
1: I'm at the point now where I have somebody that does all of my emails for me, unless it's like somebody that I know personally, like you, Mm -hmm. I'll reach out to them mostly on my, you know, on my own and maybe have the other person follow up. But for the most part, I have somebody that corresponds with people because the, the thing that happened before I got to that point was like, I think I exchanged about maybe 20 emails or so with this person's team before they actually got on the podcast. And I'm just like, I can't do this. Like, this is too much. A lot. So I had to get somebody else, get somebody else to do it because it was it was a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's a matter of like sometimes I'm like, I don't care how something how long something will take, if I really want somebody, I will just continue to follow up like yeah. us like we were been trying to do this for a good couple of months I'm like mm-hmm. no I don't care if it's the day after Christmas I'm doing the podcast yeah
1: but I appreciate it girl sure. I want to circle back to your early years in Trinidad when you were mm-hmm. you know just starting to get into makeup and exploring your artistry what did that look like for you when did you first get in, into makeup
0: um, so I got into makeup because I actually have really bad discoloration around my mouth. I grew up with eczema. My skin was freaking out and, uh, my mom and I did not have the best relationships. So she sent me back to Trinidad. Me and my, so I grew up in Trinidad. I was born here. I grew up in Trinidad. I came back. I went to junior high for a couple of years. My mom and I are fine now. We're good. We're like besties, but she sent, well, my sister went to, what do you call it? Uh, college. I went back to Trinidad and I just started playing with makeup because I didn't realize that I could cover my discoloration. Now, I did not discover that on my own. I was the treasurer, not the treasurer, sorry, I was the secretary of a political youth group in Trinidad um, and we were part of the constituency that the prime minister was. So it was like a very kind of big deal. Um, So it was the youth league and the treasurer at the time, he was also a like fashion designer and he was putting on a fashion show. So Mm -hmm. I, me being the like, I want to help. I want to be behind the scenes and organize. I was helping him do the casting. I was helping help him do doing a lot. So they were running short on a model, and they asked me to model. I'm like, absolutely yeah. not. I'm too short. I'm five one. I was like, no. I was like, no. But well, please, no. We get somebody else to do it. They were like, no. You have to do it. So please, please. And I was like, okay, fine. And then they told us we had to buy a foundation. And this is where I lost my mind. I was like, I don't want to wear foundation. Foundation is so heavy. People look so cakey. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. I'll go buy the foundation. I bought the foundation. Uh oh. What happened? <laughs> and i lost my mind because i was like this thing is so incredible What okay. it looks so good so that's when i fell in love with makeup so i did the fashion show everything went well and that's when i started to play with it a little bit more so that was around i don't know like 2010 2011 so after every sunday after work and like well you know when the day the week is winding down on sundays i would play with makeup watch Michelle fan videos that's when I started my channel just experimenting mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of how I got into it it was just like for fun I, there's no there were no actual like accredited schools in Trinidad so I like pretended to be a model for one of my friends who was taking a class um, I started taking classes with this woman in Trinidad who used to work on a counter in the UK so I was doing what I could until I started to work at Mac
1: you got so, you yeah you working at Mac in the mall
0: Yeah, I basically worked at Mac in the mall when I was working in the um, job and payroll. Um, My, so this was, I was working kind of far away so think like Brooklyn and the Bronx I was living like I was working like very far and there's no trains so my friend ended up hitting me up on a Saturday and she showed I can't my cousin actually and she showed me that Mac was looking for makeup artists now there was already a Mac store in Trinidad but it was even further than my job so there was no way that I even thought about working there but this one was kind of like downtown Brooklyn like in terms of you know location so it wasn't that far you know so I was like okay so I fixed my resume on Sunday, sent it on Monday, Monday afternoon, they call me like I like when I tell you when things are supposed to happen, I didn't even have to do a makeup interview, oh, which good. was kind of the thing that was supposed to happen when you do a Mac, a Mac makeup interview. So mm-hmm. I got the job and that's how I transitioned. And then I decided to move to New York. Nice.
1: New York. <laughs> okay. So when you moved from Trinidad and back to New York, did you start working at Mac in Trinidad? Too? I mean, in New York too?
0: Yeah, well, that was a very Capricorn of me. I wasn't moving to New York without a job. So I was like, I don't really have, you know, parents. I could just take care of me. So I started saving. Once I decided I was going to move, I started saving half of my paycheck, which was I was making like 6,000 TT. So that's only a thousand US. I was saving 500 US a month. And then, um, which obviously, you know, that's not going to do anything, but it was something at the time. My mom used to live in Brooklyn and she still had, my, my cousin was in the old apartment. So I stayed there for a while and I applied for the Mac job in JFK, which was so, which was another thing that I could never plan. They were trying to open a JFK, a Mac JFK store in Terminal 4, but they were talking about it for years. So because I was um, I had a position with Mac, I was a product specialist. I met ma- a manager that worked in the New Jersey airport and she was telling me like, uh, I don't really have connections with uh, outside Mac. So the way that it works, all of the, the Macs in the, the Caribbean and in the airports are considered travel retail. The ones that are in like the cities are like direct Mac Estee Lauder. So she's like, I don't have connections. Like I'm more travel retail. So I'll tell you about I'll let you know what's happening with that store so happens they were open in the store so I did a couple of interviews and I got the job but it was kind of difficult because it was so many interviews because it wasn't just Mac they were franchise owned at the time so I literally had to do like a bunch of random personality interviews it was like oh wow and the Mac team was like listen we like you but if they don't like you like there's nothing we could do so it was a lot of interviews until one day I got the call and the, the beauty lead from the, um, the duty free stores in the airport called me and she's like, Hey, I just want to find out what's going on. And I was like, well, I'm just waiting to find out if I got the job. And she was like, yeah, you're good. Two, weeks later, two weeks later, I was in, I was in New York. That is, a that's crazy. A crazy yeah. fast. Yeah, literally it happened really fast. Cause that was like, it started at the end of summer, like end of August the following year. And I left in 2013, but I started, and this is kind of like, I think when you talk about this a lot on your podcast, like manifestation and believing in yourself, like I was packing clothes that I wear all the time for work and sending it to New York. I was like, Oh, I'm moving. Mm -hmm. Like I'm moving. I don't have no job. I don't have, I things a little shaky, but I started to send all my, my brother's all my brothers and my sister lived. I was basically the only one left in Trinidad. So my dad and my mom was still in New York. All my brothers, my three brothers and my sister, I was the only one. But I was like, oh, I don't mind. Like I'm starting my career here. I'm good. Yeah. So it was time to go. Yeah.
1: Girl, I love that. And like, I, I just be fighting to get back to the Caribbean. I'm like, I want to live overseas. My family's from Jamaica. So I'm like, I want to go and live overseas somewhere and get out of the United States.
0: Oh i didn't know that yeah it's definitely you gotta go it's it's kind of like you know you just need a little bit of home sometimes but yeah that's how that's how the cookie crumb moves
1: and it seems like you're good at like leveraging your relationships i'm like really big on networking in the industry um connecting with people just le- like leveraging relationships to get to where you are how, how have you been able to do that um since you've been you know back in the states
0: Um, since coming back to the States, honestly, I think sometimes you can try to leverage relationships, but you're not really going to do that successfully if you try to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'll explain what I mean. When I first came here, me and my friend would just go to beauty events. She would invite me. I will invite her. We will like come along with each other. And I just met people like, Oh, hi. Like, you know, sometimes you just never know people move around. Like, people move up they move down they move out of the industry into the industry and you just never know who you're talking to and I think sometimes just being who you are being nice to people staying in touch obviously it's not like oh yeah just be who you are and whatever but stay in touch connect on Instagram like you just never know who you're going to meet so for the most part honestly like I I can't even tell you like oh I did this to get to this because I've met people who I just never knew they were going to be at wherever else they were going to be and that was able to give me an opportunity like mm-hmm. there was a point in time I was really having a good day when I first moved to New York and I stepped into the Makeup Forever pro store in um, Union Square and just when I walked in the one of the pro makeup artists and i um, Makeup Forever ex- executive was at the store at the same time nobody else was in there and they were like oh my god we love your look do you want to be in this photo shoot I was in a gondola in Sephora <laughs> the same year that i moved into like i was like wait what my face is and so like what like you those things you can't really you know you can't really you can't make that play, like, happen oh, exactly you can't make yes. things happen so i think it's a matter of like i think honestly like i maybe this is a little woo woo but like who you are will just whatever fruits you 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 i don't know how can i say whatever fruits you bear you fruits you bear is a direct correlation of like who you are
1: mhm yeah, I could I understand that. Like you said, you just can't make certain things up. I just had my um my second live podcast um earlier in December, hmm. and the way that I got my location, it's a it's a place a restaurant here called Busboys and Poets. It's like a restaurant and like bookstore, but it's like really oh, nice. popular, like in D.C. like D.C. Maryland Virginia areas popping. Yeah. They have like several locations. I love the place but they always have like open mics and stuff like that. I go to open right. mics. I'm like, what well, would love to have an event here one day. Right. Went to this random like finance seminar. I don't even know. And this mm-hmm. girl that was there with me, we went to kind of like all of the different sessions together and just through conversation. She's like, yeah, I'm the events person at Busboys and Poets," And I'm like, I've always wanted to have an event there. So right. I in touch with her and, you know, made it happen. So I totally agree with you is like, what's for you is for you right timing is everything and right yes. place right time that's that type of thing
0: i think <laughs> we've all been on both sides where sometimes you can feel when things feel too transactional or people are like oh hi what do you do what do you do? like you know in the summer you feel that so I think that's something to be cognizant of. It's just like you don't go around just like, oh, this person, this this person can do this for me. This person is like, also, oh, what can you offer? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like always oh, trying to like lend a helping hand. Like, hey, I would love for you to introduce me to this person, or and in exchange, I can help you with this or I can help you with that. Because I think living in New York for the time that I've lived in, I think I've matured in a way where it's just like I don't. Feel like no like you don't really need to be transactional because the, it doesn't matter who you know that you could know this person and follow up with them but if they don't feel your vibe they're not gonna they're not it doesn't matter like yes you're trying so hard but yeah. this is like oh they're like you know what I mean like if the vibe is not there that doesn't mean that they're gonna recommend you for something you know what I mean so it's like you could know all the people in the world and that does not matter like people are still people they're not just positions walking around yeah. So yes. it's just a matter of like I said earlier, like just be who you are and like what you whatever's supposed to happen, for you will happen. Mm-hmm. Like no one can stop that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I want to switch gears real quick because I know you like you like a good game on your podcast, and I'm shook because I just know I'm gonna get my beauty card revoked. I just know. Oh it.
0: Lord.
1: <laughs> know it. I just no waiting to it.
0: lose my beauty card on your podcast.
1: But this one, I like to do. I haven't done this in a while, but I'm not having Jaleesa. She likes to have fun. I I like to do a Never Have I Ever, like, Friends and Beauty edition. So, if this has happened to you before, I'm going to give you a Never Have I Ever statement. If this has happened to you before, you can share the story behind it. If not, you can share, like, your solution to if somebody has done this or does this. So, the question is, never have I ever gone to set or gone to a client and forgot an essential part of my makeup kit like has that ever happened to you before
0: yes <laughs> uh, it wasn't a client it was a beauty shoot uh-uh. I forgot all of my brushes home oh fingers it is listen <laughs> and I could not believe it I wanted I was freaking out but that day I really wanted to play with my temp handheld airbrush So I did the skin and I did all of that and I was able to just use that. Never have I ever forgot my brushes home after that because that was the scariest situation. I'm so glad it actually wasn't like a client and it was just like a beauty test because I don't know what I would have done.
1: Right. I mean, if somebody does leave their brushes home, like what would, so if you didn't have your 10-2, like what would you have done?
0: um I probably would have run and see if there was like a Dwayne Reed or a CVS around okay yeah because if there's no tools at all like you can make it happen but for the most part like I need a little fluffy brush or two like mm-hmm. I gotta put the bronzer on I gotta you know make things melt in a little bit so I would have gone I would have found something
1: yeah yeah, yeah. totally because I yeah I need something especially for like the powder Mm-hmm. you kind of get away with manipulating foundation sometimes with your cream. fingers
0: yeah but and the, even the eyeshadow you can just pop it on but for the most part i need a little fluffy bronzer brush
1: mm-hmm. are there any products that you use in like unconventional ways in your kit like it's not what it was made for
0: oh i say this all the time tower 28 has a bronzer it's called bronzino um West Coast and Best Coast I kind of alternate between those two um I use it as highlighter because on deeper skin it looks absolutely incredible it has like a very natural shine it's mm. one of my favorite products and I put it all my on my body I put it on my forehead I put it everywhere and it just looks like skin it's one yeah. of my favorite products
1: would you say that you're a makeup junkie I'm, a product junkie i
0: don't think i'm a product junkie but i get excited about new things but i'm also very practical at the same time um, cause I'm like, huh, oh, do I really need that? Or sometimes I'll give in, but for the most part, if I want to like maybe review it or somebody asks me about it, then I'll get into it. But I think I've, I've learned how to like balance it out a little bit more.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you do with all like the extra stuff that you had The trip? You don't necessarily use it in your kit or use for yourself. Like, how do you get rid of it?
0: So I like, well, I give my assistants that are on set with me all the time. I'll be like, oh, let me take this for them today. And then my friend and I, um, Laramie Glenn, who's also a makeup artist, we actually have a program called Artists Making a Difference we've been doing since 2018. Mm-hmm. So we do um, hair, makeup, nails, and barbering for homes in New York. Mm-hmm. The one that we help most of the time is called Street Work. It's um, a drop-in center for uh, on on-home on teens. So um, they can get a bunch of different um, services there. Um, but we try and do a beauty day. It's hard when we can't get volunteers. So what we do is product donation. We buy gift bags, um, a couple of brands donate to us. But for the most part, we just ask our friends, hey, can you, can you just give us what you have? And we just have so much product. So we just did one last week, actually. So we buy gift bags and they just come and they just take whatever they want. So they kind of shop um it's very exciting we've been doing it we do at least two a year now so our next one is in the spring so it's a good way to kind of like get rid of product I already started making another um uh, like another pile to for- I'm looking at stuff like right yeah, now I'm just good, like- yeah I think yeah if you're obviously in DC I'm sure you already give away but I try to look at places that might not be as uh, popular like obviously Dress for Success and all those places like they probably get so much donations. but I like to think of it as like obviously food and and shelter and all those things are important like we can provide that we can provide what we have and I always say like do what you can with what you have and growing up in the Caribbean my grandmother would always make us donate and give stuff to people in the like village that we lived in so my mom, I mean, with, my, with a mom that lives in the US, you're getting all the Barbies and all the toys and this and that. And my grandma would be like, all right, mm-mm. and not even in a, a aggressive way, but it was just like, okay, you have a lot, like you should share. Yes. So it's a blessing, honestly, to be able to do that. And I my prayer is always to my I'm blessed to be a blessing. So it's very exciting. We just we I haven't put together the reel yet because I've been so busy, but yeah. uh, it's nice because you know people aren't donating makeup and people want to feel you know they want to feel nice too they want to get dressed up and and get that feeling that we all get when we put makeup on Mm -hmm. and we've been expanding a little bit more into like some personal wellness products we started doing face wash and shampoo and a couple other things that we could get our hands on but it'll evolve um, with time
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that. I might have to steal that idea for down here for sure. Yeah,
0: you should absolutely do it. It's just, it's such a great use. At the end of the day, we only have one face. We only have one or two kits that can only fit a certain amount of things. So it's not like when I get PR, I'll just throw everything. I'll like pick out what I want. But for the most part, like not all the things I'm going to use, I'm happy to share. And it's nice because the place that we go to, the people that actually work there they get to choose things for themselves too. So this time they got to choose Christmas gifts because we only do unused products, obviously. So they got to choose Christmas gifts and stuff for themselves. And like, so it was, it's always a good time. And it's like, yeah, you should do it. I really recommend it. It's great.
1: I love that. I love that. As far as your artistry goes, you're an amazing makeup artist. But as far as artistry goes, is there anything that you still have a challenge with or thing? Yeah, something that you just don't know how to do well that you want to get better at?
0: hmm I feel I used to be bad at brows but no that was one of my things but I'm I, I'm great at brows now um I think maybe oh god that's a good question um I feel like you know what I was talking to my friend actually about this like two days ago I I have I don't do cut creases as often as I used to and I feel like if you want me to do a cut crease, I can do a cut crease, but on myself, I barely do it. So I feel like I need to spruce up my skills when it comes to like, especially with carnival makeup and all these things. I'm like, okay, I think you need to low bust down a little cut crease. Cause for the most part, when I moved here, I was like skin, skin, beauty, like you're not really doing cut creases with the, my clients don't want cut creases, right. but no, you know what I mean? Like nobody ever wants that in terms of my clients, like nobody wants that, mm-hmm. but I just think for the fun of it, I need to, I need to get my cut crease skills back up on, on a hundred. It's yeah. like, it's like 85 pushing right now. It's <sighs> struggling.
1: You somebody else do it. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Mines is a wing liner on other people. Like I could one time, no, recently, like last month, I did the best wing liner I ever done because I kind of like shaped it out first and then like you know went back with something else to fill it in. But on myself, I could do a wing liner on other people. It's always like that.
0: It's so stressful. It's never like for me. (laughs) It's never. It's never gonna be the easiest thing to do. It's never. I've also wing liner has been one of mine too, but I feel like. I think sometimes obviously the product that you use to makes the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. If it's too wet, if it's too this, if it's too like the brushes wonky, like you got to find a good product. And that is like half the battle.
1: Absolutely. Are there any personal challenges that you experience life lifing, or anything that may hinder you in business?
0: Um, Not necessarily, to be honest. Um, necessarily i feel like it's just a matter of learning to balance things i feel like we all get stressed and overwhelmed and learning how to balance that and take some time away so i think this year i've been a little bit more uh cognizant um about okay, this is, you need to take a break. You know what I mean? Like you need to just chill out, meditate, relax, spend more time with friends. So I think just balancing it, because I think as we, in this beauty world, we tend to spend so much time in beauty and makeup and this and that. And it's just like your life kind of becomes consumed with it. So I think it's a matter of learning a healthy balance where it's just like, okay, I can go out and not talk about what I'm up to. It's
1: so true. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) I I don't want to talk about this. Like what else is going on? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Jalisa, oh my God. Okay, so I don't even want to let you go, but I have to know. Like, when you think about your contribution to the the industry, have you thought about what you want to leave behind as as far as legacy goes? Like, what you want your legacy to be with the podcast, with you know, you doing these campaigns and everything?
0: Um, you know, I don't actually. That's a really good question. I really don't think my my legacy would be in the work that I do for myself. I think it would be the work that I do for other people. Mm-hmm. So I try to be a beacon of, you know, I'm always flying my flag for Trinidad. I'm always making sure that I represent my country because that's important, right? You don't really see people or hear people that sound like me in media on this level, right? Working with the brands that I work with. So I need to make sure that I fly that flag so the people ahead of, um, you know, that are looking at me can see that it's possible for them as well. And then, you know, like I said, blessed to be a blessing, given to people, donating. I think like, you know, eventually at some point we'll all be forgotten. But if what I do to help people can, I will be remembered by, then that's great. You know what I mean? And like, it will be a, the sprinkle on top is that, yeah, she was a great makeup artist and she did great things. She had a great career, but she also helped people and she also helped, you know, with her podcast, she shared information to help me grow to my career at this level. So mm-hmm. it would be more so in what I do for others than myself.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that. I love it. Um, is there anything coming up for you that you can share? Because like you said, NDAs and, you know, things.
0: What can I share? Honestly, no, I don't really have much. Oh, well, besides my, well, I'm um, my campaign for Mac, I'm traveling to, I'm um, have a lot of travels coming up in January, my birthday, then I'm going to Atlanta, then I'm going to Trinidad. But for the most part, like just gearing up for the next season of the podcast, which is going to be exciting. We just launched on TikTok. So it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of moving parts, but for the most part, I'm really excited about 2024 um, and I'm excited for you to be on the pod. It's going to be a good time, but yeah, right now I'm just, you know, going with the flow and just, you know bringing in the new year and my new you know my own new personal year um -hmm. in 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 a relaxed state of mind like I'm super motivated but I'm also trying not to like stress myself out so
1: exactly balance
0: what I like to call it (laughs) yes
1: the skills see exactly Okay, well, before you let before I let you go, I have to ask you the Friends and Beauty rapid fire questions. So whatever comes to your mind first, spit it out. If you need to elaborate, that's totally fine too. Mm-hmm. So the first one is what are the top three keys to your success so far?
0: Ooh, uh determination. Um ooh, manifestation and uh um belief in yourself that's the biggest
1: one okay how do you measure your
0: success Ooh, um I set personal goals for myself and that's how I would measure it because sometimes like it's not by followers or x amount of this it's just like okay I feel like at this point in my life I should have x y and z whether it's financial whether it's you know like I don't know personal relationship wise like I try to like balance things where my goals are not just around career. It's around health, finance, you know, friendships, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay.
1: What is the best advice you've ever received or a piece of advice that's just always stuck with you?
0: Oh, this one is interesting. Stoop to conquer, which sounds kind of like, but one of my friends told me that a very long time when I was in Trinidad dealing with a situation and he said, don't worry, don't worry about it, don't fight back, just, you're going to be way bigger than this situation, and he was right. Um, I If, when things happen to me, I don't try to be, um, I don't try to be vengeful or have malice, I'm just like, okay, you stoop to conquer, like, sometimes things or people might feel like they're bigger than you, or situations might feel bigger than you, mm-hmm. but To me, I feel like if you are a good person and you just, I don't know, you just be a good person, you would always conquer whatever the situation or, you know, thing is. So, yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. To conquer. Okay. all right. What advice would you give to another makeup artist right now who is just ready to give up because they're not seeing the results that they want and they're just going to go back to corporate?
0: Um, Oh, I feel like that would be a whole conversation, but it would just be a matter of I would ask them, like, what are some of the things that they are doing right now in order to, um, you know, get themselves out there, whether they're using social media, whether they are cold emailing agencies that they want to work with, are they reaching out to production companies, like you really have to create a game plan and you have to follow up, you cannot be discouraged if you do not follow up with people because you didn't hear back from them, everybody is dealing with life and they're overwhelmed. We are all overwhelmed and we're stressed out. So just because they didn't respond to your email, it doesn't mean that you are the worst and you should give up. You just have to follow up. Like I've sent so many emails and I'm sometimes I think about it, I was like, wow, I never heard back from that agency. Even like years now, I'll be thinking about stuff and I'm like, but I did hear back from quite a few others and that's what matters. So right. you can't sell one email. You have to send like 10, 10, 10, 20. Like you got to send a lot.
1: Yeah. You might end up in the spam folder. You need to end up in the inbox. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: What is a resource that helps you in your business that you could share with the friends and beauty community?
0: I love Asana. Asana is my best friend. I sure. love her so much. Do you use that?
1: I use, uh, what's it called?
0: My, Not my Asana.
1: Name? Why am I drawing a blank? Ah.
0: Yep. Huh? click up
1: no oh my
0: god
1: K-D.com? i would have to look girl oh, not- yeah i used to I use asana it's another one oh my god that i use i can't think of it
0: is it better than asana because i've been i heard ClickUp is better but i use asana right now for my calendar management if it's not on asana it does not exist i like everything is in there like and it's nice because my agents have access to it too so they could put stuff in there my va gets put stuff in there it's just it's like my yeah no you're still
1: trying to remember (laughs) I really am because I was using Asana I was using Honeybook and I can't think of the other one
0: yeah definitely Asana I think that's um a good one and I think what else um maybe CapCut for editing Notion Notion Notion. oh but Notion does Notion have like a calendar or is it just for like brain dumping and things like that right I
1: would say more so brain dumping it has a calendar but more so brain dumping I use it for
0: Yeah. I don't have a Google calendar, so that's why I uh, depend on Asana.
1: Okay. All right. So the last one, I just want you to fill in the blank for me and say, my name is blank and the key to longevity and success is blank, whatever you think it is.
0: Okay. Hi, my name is Jalisa Jaikaran and the key to success is believing in yourself. Because if not you then who exactly you can't expect <laughs> things to come if you know things are not going to come if you know you're not expecting it it's all about your mindset
1: absolutely shift them close to your your destination you know manifest it believe in yeah. believe that you're going to get there exactly yeah before you go please share like your social media website whatever you want people to do to connect with you further and stay you know watching your journey
0: okay my social is just my name it's jaleesa jike at jaleesa jike on all platforms youtube tiktok and instagram um and then if you want to see more at the life of a makeup artist also on all platforms um well tiktok and instagram and it's J-A-L-E-E-S-A-J-A-I-K-A-R-A-N I love it. Thank you so much, Jalisa. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yay, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, I love
1: that. Thanks for listening to the Friends in Beauty podcast. Don't forget, sharing is caring. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with another friend in beauty. Give it a thumbs up and subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review so that other friends in beauty can find the show. Plus, we'd love to hear your feedback. Connect with us on all social media platforms at Friends in Beauty, hashtag Friends in Beauty to join the conversation and join our Friends in Beauty Facebook community to stay connected. Talk to you soon.